What is up, everybody? Uh, long time no pee. Uh, thank you for checking out the Pat Out of Hell podcast. Uh, I am your host, Patrick Christopher. Uh, it's it's been a while, uh, and so I thought I'd just uh, pop on and uh, and do a do a little short episode, a mini episode, if you will, a solo episode. Um, it's been a while since I did one of these, man. I, I've just uh, to be honest, man, I haven't really been in the mood to do the, the Pat of the Hell. Uh, I tried doing it a couple of times with a couple of guests, and then the, the schedule just got, uh, schedule just didn't line up, you know, and uh, I just kept pushing it back, pushing it back. Well, first, what happened, what happened was uh, I got COVID. I finally got COVID um, at the beginning of November, and uh, it wasn't that bad. Just one day was bad. You know, and uh, I was kind of surprised, you know, um, finally, finally got it, man. Like two years, um, hadn't got it, started feeling left out, made a joke about it. You know how like, like uh, everybody around me had got COVID, you know, some twice and survived, you know, and I, you know, I haven't got it yet. You know, and I feel left out as if like, uh, well, I'm just telling you the whole joke. Um, it's like, like when you're a little girl. And all your girlfriends get their period and you haven't got it yet. You know, you start feeling left out. I assume that's what it feels like. Uh, that's what the, the joke was. Um, but uh, I got my period. Got my period finally. And uh, survived. Uh, it wasn't that bad. It was sad. More sad than anything. But uh, the, the COVID itself wasn't bad. Because, like, by now, like, it's it's been stepped on and, like, uh you know, with the vaccine and blah blah blah, all that stuff. So it wasn't it wasn't as bad as it as I thought it would be, or um, as it was like like earlier on, you know. But uh, and so just getting back, bouncing back from that, man. Like uh, it's it's been kind of hard to be motivated. I'm tired. I'm more tired uh, a lot. I don't know if that has anything to do with COVID or just old age or just uh, the weather. I mean, it's just a weird time for me, dude. And. Uh, and then just trying to like balance like you know doing the podcast studio doing Duderman homie bro uh producing other people's podcast uh opening up the studio so people could do their podcast um and then on top of that comedy trying to trying to stay busy with comedy you know and uh and then my work life and uh, my home life and all that stuff man like you, there's times where you feel like man I got all the time in the world I have so much so much available time you know i got nothing to do i should start doing stuff and then you start doing stuff and then like you just like man i i don't have time for all this i don't have time to to do, keep doing all this i need a fucking break and it's just like you do too much you don't do enough and then you don't do enough you do too much and it's the whole balance thing and stuff i mean y'all y'all know how balance works i mean y'all we all have a life and we all have things going on so uh you get it but uh and then i try to get back into it and uh message some people and like hey let's do the podcast oh i would love to i just can't do it right now can you do it on this day i could i just don't want to and uh and stuff like that so uh right now it's the the december 1st i had to come by and, and pay rent and stuff and i just figured you know what Let's hop on. Let's do a pat of the hell. Your know, solo podcast is fine, and uh, just catch up with the peoples. You know, 
uh, I appreciate y'all supporting the Babaco Core um, YouTube page. Uh, please like and subscribe on that. You know, we got the Duderman Homie Bro, which I'm having a blast doing uh, with the homies, with the fellas, uh, Scott and uh, and Jacob. And then they have their own podcast, uh, Los Dos Marihuanos, and the That's Hilarious podcast uh, that I produce. And, um, and then uh, there's the uh, Good Morning Darling. Now, I'm not producing that one. I just open up the studio, let let her record in here and, and all that stuff. But that's still that's still time uh, consuming. Uh, but so support that. So it's not all in vain, you know, uh, that'll be good. But uh, yeah, dude, I just wanted to get, get on real quick and just like catch up about a, a couple of things. Uh, Fantastic Damage. I still got the Fantastic Damage show happening uh, every fourth Friday of the month uh, at the Blind Tiger Comedy Club. Um, I switched it up on this one. This, this, this last one was was really fun. When I started Fantastic Damage, my idea from the get go was to be uh, to be on on stage while um, uh, the comic uh, is telling their story, and uh, just to kind of chime in or ask questions or try maybe tag up a little joke here or there or, or something like that. I wanted I wanted to be like like part stand up. Part uh, uh, storytelling and then part conversation, you know, because um, I, I like that whole uh, that quick thinking interaction thing, um, and I just have fun with the guests and, and and also offer a different type of show for San Antonio for San Antonio scene. Now this type of show has been done before, you know, the storytelling, you know, uh, chime in stuff like that, uh, so. But I just I, I thought the scene that like San Antonio could use it, the Blind Tiger could use it, and am I the right person to do it? I don't know, but uh, I'm the one that's uh, I'm trying it, you know. So uh, that was the plan before, and then when I first before my first show that I did back in uh, March, uh, April, well, the first show I did back in April, I was just I changed it up. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna let everybody take the stage, do this Dorotone show, and then just keep it running like that. And, uh, I mean, it, it was it was fun. I mean, it, it was fine, you know. Uh, some people um, didn't really know or didn't really consider that it was a storytelling show, and they were like, yeah, man, that, that sounds good. Let's fucking do that. And then they would do their whole set. Uh, and then when I turn on the light, you know, to light them or whatever. They're like, "Oh, let me let me get into my story." I was like, "Ah, that's not really the point." But uh, you know, so it's 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 fine, dude. You know, it, it, I, we haven't had a bad show. You know, even when somebody didn't do the storytelling, but they did like their regular, you know, stand up, uh, the crowd still had a good time. So you know, it wasn't bad, and you know, it wasn't nothing that I was upset about and stuff. Uh, so, but I just wanted to, to keep it a storytelling show as uh as as much as possible it's a, it's a stand-up it's comedy storytelling show for sure um but um so this last show that i did i added this that, that element that i wanted to do to begin with you know the second mic on stage interacting with the with the comic while they're doing their story and i i was 80 percent happy with my performance of it you know how I messed up, and I'm gonna change this. I told the storytellers, I told I told the comics, don't tell me anything about your story. I want to know. I, I want it to be live. We're gonna do it live. 
you know, improv, live. And um, it would have been better if I was more prepared about what they were going to come on and, and talk about, you know, because it was like I was finding out. I was listening to the story at the same time that the audience was listening to the story and I wasn't prepared to like chime in or I was just like, yeah, but, but. And I might be revealing too much about it, but uh, the, the, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again on, on this next run uh, the, for the December 23rd Fantastic Damage. Uh, I'll be back on stage with the second mic, uh, interjecting, interacting, and um, and all that good stuff. And we're going to see. We're going to see how that goes. We're going to see how that goes. You know, um, again, I had fun on the last one. Some of the performers, uh, they made sure to tell me how much fun that they had, that they liked the format, that they had fun. Um, I didn't really get any negative feedback. I am very, uh, I'm, I'm very hard on myself. You know, I expect a lot out of myself. And uh, even if I do good, I'm just like, you could do better, you know. And uh, I, 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 liked, I liked that about how I do this thing with the whole comedy thing, you know, I never, I never say, Oh, I fucking crushed. I fucking killed it. I always think I could, I could, I could do that better. I could do that better, you know? Uh, so we're going to switch it up. The only thing that we're doing different in, in the next run, uh, of fantastic damage is I'm asking everybody just a quick summary. Just let me, let me know a little bit of the information of what you're going to, you don't have to say the whole story. You don't have to say word for word. You don't just, just tell me a little bit about what you're going to talk about. So I'm kind of like prepared about what, where you're going with everything, you know? Uh, so we're going to, we're going to run it again, December 20, 23rd. Uh, I'm going to have, uh, uh, Christopher Breckel, Irma Reese, uh, Josh Castro, Chris Grulon, um, Jeremy Jonas, and uh, Mary Piccarazzi. I hope that's all the names. Um, and we're gonna have fun with it, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna have fun with it. I'm really liking that idea. That's the idea that I wanted to do uh, when I first started uh, the Fantastic Damage Comedy Storytelling Show. So we'll we'll see how it works out, man. So if you want to see what it's all about, come out to the show, December twenty third, ten p.m. Uh, we're going to have some fun with that and hopefully people, the audience digs it because I dig the idea. I dig the concept and, uh, we'll just, we'll just see how it goes, man. Uh, last night, uh, last night I was on the, uh, the homegrown showcase at the laugh out loud comedy club. And, uh, I, I closed out the show doing, uh, doing a half hour. Now this is, this is my second time doing a half hour at laugh out loud, uh, for the homegrown showcase. Um, so I was, I was pretty stoked that they asked me to do it again. You know, uh, I really want to work more at the club, uh, you know, get more hosting gigs, more feature gigs, you know, all that stuff. So just the fact that they, they, they keep booking me for the showcases and, uh, you know, giving me more time, and uh, you know, it just it it lets me know that I'm kind of doing what I I should be doing, or I'm kind of like, it's just nice to know that I'm on their on their radar, you know, all that stuff. Um, and I had I had a really good fucking time last night. The only thing is, like, I I switched up a lot of stuff, and I tried a lot of new things uh, that I didn't do like the first time. 
so the first time was a little bit more smoother because like I had been working out that stuff and uh and I was a little, a little bit more prepared, I guess you could say, uh than I was on this one. But this one like I I I had a lot of fun doing it, man. I had more uh more crowd interactions. You know, because the whole thing, like, I, I kind of, I freaked out, you know, because I was going through my, my set, I was going through my jokes, I was going through my bits, ba 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 ba, and then um, I looked down at my timer, and I, I know that I'm halfway, I'm more than halfway through my half hour of material, but I'm only at like 17 minutes, so I was like, Jesus, I gotta slow it up a bit, you know. Gotta slow it up a bit, and uh, and so because of that, because I knew that I had to like kind of like stretch out some time, I just started interacting with the crowd. I started just riffing, dude. And good thing, bad thing about that is like when I get too excited, I start mumbling more, and I start like mixing my words. Like I I have this one talent where I can make one sentence, one long word, you know. And I think in my mind, I was like, yeah, that made sense. But then I got to think about like the audience, the listener that's not in my head, that doesn't know what I'm thinking to go like, what the fuck was that? Was that, what did he say? Is he scatting up there? What is he doing? And that, that happened a couple of times where, and I, if, if I was of any like good impressionist talent, I don't know if that, that made sense, but I can't recreate it. I just know about it. Like I know that I do that. That I, I my mouth is, does not work as fast as my my brain, and I was just like, blah, 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 blah. and uh, and I won't catch it until later on. Like, oh shit, did that? Did I? What did I say? What did they hear? Why are they not laughing? Or why did they laugh? You know, because uh, there was a couple moments where I just mixed two words, blah blah. And they'll, they'll they'll still laugh, and I was like, oh well, I guess maybe I just made a funny face or something, you know. Uh, but it was fun. Wound up doing uh, thirty two minutes, um, and immediately, immediately, immediately after I got off stage, I was like, man, I got it. I should have. I didn't do that tag. Oh, I didn't. I didn't do this. Oh, I, sh I forgot to do that. Then oh, I put that in the wrong place. I put that. You know, blah blah blah. Like it's like a beautiful mind shit, and I don't want to go like. Like, it's just comedy. It's just jokes, you know. But it's it's so weird, like, how your mind works when once you've been doing it a while. Like, you're just like, oh, that piece goes here. This goes here. And this this needs more like this. Or I shouldn't have done that. Maybe that turned them off. You know, you, you, just, you start figuring it out, you know. You start figuring out, like, know how to make better. And before, like, I, I would have to force myself. I would have to force myself to think about what I just did. You know, like, you know how in a kid, like, they put you in timeout, like, oh, you sit there and you think about what you did. I never did that. I wouldn't even I would sit there. I would sit there until, you know, they told me I could get up or whatever. But I, I, I never sat down and thought about what I did. Um, but I do that in, in, in comedy. I do that with sets now. You know, like, I, if I get off stage, for the most part, I'm not saying I do this all the time because sometimes I just go up there just for goofy, funny times and uh whatever happens happens but for shows for serious stuff i i go back and i listen to the recording and i'll just go like 
oh, I thought I did this, but I did that. Or that didn't hit as hard as I thought it would because I didn't, I forgot that part. You got to put that part in there. You cannot forget that part. And uh, it's it's so fun. It's so fun to have, like, because I'm not really good at puzzles. I'm not really good at, like, like there'll, there'll be times where I get into, like, like, uh, like a phase or something where I I love doing puzzles. There was a while where I was like really hardcore into to Sudoku, and I was doing Sudoku for like a, an hour, two hours a day for for a moment. I haven't done Sudoku in fucking months. But there was a while where I was like uh, the Sudoku was life, you know. And uh, I need to get back into that, man, because like now anytime like I just look at my phone, I just go to like the social media and stuff and it, I'm, I'm not doing nothing. I need to get back into Sudoku because uh, this is like comedy Sudoku, you know, uh, what I'm t- what I'm trying to explain. And uh, yeah, dude. So I had, I had a good time doing that kind of feeling like rejuvenated and uh in comedy because there's times i'm not gonna lie there's times where like i'll I'll get off of stage or i'll get up from a show or a a mic or something and i'll just like i just hardcore doubt myself you know like why are you doing this dude like you could have been anywhere you could have been hanging out with your your family you could have been hanging out with your friends you could have been doing something else but after nights like last night at, at at lol i'm just like Man, that's why you spend so much time doing this, you know? And it sucks because, like, I mean, I've talked about this before. It sucks because, like, you lose, like, you lose the, the you lose time with family and you lose time with friends. And then, you know, but you get better at something that you're working on. So there's, there's, a, there's a payoff, but at what cost, you know? And, uh... I'm sorry to say, but like after nights like last night, it's like, oh, now it all makes sense. You know, it was all worth it. You know. Anyway, I don't know what's what's. <laughs> so this is this. I don't know. All right. So my wife, my wife, she she's she's always a, a allowed to go to the shows. You know, it's not that I can say, oh, you can't go to this show. The only thing is, and it was it was it was the same way when I was in bands too, like. I was like, yes, please come out to the show, but you have to bring somebody because I'm I'm in my I'm in my head, you know, as soon as the doors open, I'm in my head, I'm trying to figure it out, I'm going over my set, I'm you know, doing this, I'm trying to get ready, prepare myself. And then I, I, I don't want to have like, oh, my wife's just sitting there by herself, let me go check in on her. So that's the only thing. I was like, just just have somebody to like take a friend so you you're not there by yourself. So I'm not worried about you being like alone or feeling like, you know, left out or, or you know, whatever. And we've always had that agreement even when I was in bands. You know, because before I, before I played, you know, uh, at my rock shows or something like, I'm out in the back. I'm I'm warming up. I'm on the 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 drum pad and I'm loosening up. I'm jumping around. I'm listening to stuff. I'm just like I'm trying to just trying to focus, man. You know, I I warm up. Take I take that all that stuff seriously. Uh, even before I play drums, or even before I did, you know when I was playing drums in bands. 
before the band would go on stage, I would do all that stuff. I would get ready. I mean, yeah, I'll have a drink or two, or I'll chat it up, and I'll go check on my wife and her, you know. But I wasn't, like, just worried, like, oh, so she's here by herself, so now i got to put my focus on her. Anyway, I say all that to say that she was at the show yesterday. You know, she went uh, with my sister. And uh, so, I mean, it, it's always nice to have her there. And uh, even though, like, you know, there's a lot of jokes like, oh, my wife this, oh, my wife that. Like, she knows about it. You know, like, it's it's all jokes, you know. And uh, even though, like, most of the jokes that I write up uh, about, like, the I'll take my wife, um, it's just, like, it, it may have uh been inspired by like a, a fight or a moment or something like that and so i'll turn into that and then i always like i always let her know you know this is what i'm gonna say this is what i'm talking about it's no surprise what i talk about it's always funny when like people go like oh i feel bad about you know your wife i was like why do you feel bad she's she's right here she was laughing the whole time you know anyway she's in on it but so yeah uh yesterday uh one of the one of the comedians is uh I mean, she's she's funny. I'm not going to say anything. She's funny. You know, um, I, I think she's really funny. Uh, she's really good at it. But um, she has this one joke where she talks about, you know, her vagina, you know. And, uh, I mean, it's it's fine, whatever. I mean, I got, I got dick jokes. I'm, you know, why wouldn't she, why wouldn't a, a female comedian have, why wouldn't she have vagina jokes, whatever, whatever you know so this one time we did a show uh together and uh she just mentioned oh because at the place that we are that we were at uh had kids there was kids in the audience you know and i don't like to cuss in front of kids some people don't give a shit you know but um and she was like oh i can't say you know this joke about my vagina and just joking i was like oh no that's like five minutes of your set you know just jokingly, so she she took it, you know. It's weird, like people are are like roasty, and then they're not. They turn it off, like, like why are you so mean to me? I was like, I, th I was just fucking playing. I thought I thought we were kidding. Anyway, so she goes on stage, and the first thing she goes is like, Patrick, the headliner. Which I wasn't the headliner. I just closed out the show. But she's like, the headliner, Patrick, just loves when I talk about my vagina. So. Here's my vagina joke. And then she does this thing where, like, she's spraying the stage with her vagina vibes. Like, oh, is that, you like that, baby? And I was like, I'm just standing in the back. I was like, holy shit. What is my wife thinking right now? <laughs> you know? I was like, I didn't care. I mean, comments can say whatever what they want to say on stage. But I was just like, why are you getting me involved? And why tonight when my wife's right there? You know? I mean, I didn't tell nobody that my wife was there. I didn't think I had to, but anyway. But I was like, I was literally in the back. Like, I didn't care what the comic said on stage. I was like, "Fuck!" Now my wife thinks. What does my wife think? You know, fuck. What am I gonna say? How can I look at my wife? You know. And I was gonna go. I was gonna go. You know, check on the wife and see like how she, you know, took all that stuff. You know, like because the joke was that I didn't like. Not that I don't have a preference of like, but she made it, she just made it sound like, oh, he loves when I talk about my vagina. And I was like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, <laughs> you know? And it was just, it, I just, I guess it was, it stems from that one show that we did together where I just mocked like, she's like, oh, I can't do my vagina jokes. And I was like, well, that's five minutes 
of your time. It's not five minutes. It's, it's, it's a funny joke. She's it, she's funny. We don't have issues. What I'm talking about is how how things are. It hits different if my wife's in the audience. <laughs> so of course, after the show, I was like, "So, what'd you think of the show?" You know. And my wife's like, "Oh, you did good. You did great. You did, yeah. You had fun. You looked like you had fun up there." So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we're getting ready to go to leave, and we get in the car, and she goes, "Hey, so does your friend need a ride home? You know, her and her vagina." And I was like, "What?" She's like, "Yeah, yeah. I, you know, just want to make sure that your friend's taken care of. You know, her and her vagina." Or taking care of, I was like, no, they're fine. They're fine. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she gave me a hard time about it. But, like, jokingly, my, my wife could take a joke, you know. Obviously, she could take a joke. But I, I was just, like, worried. Like, you know that was a joke, right? And she knew it was a joke. But I just did. It took me a while before I was well aware that she knew that it was a joke. Uh, so, yeah. So now if you see my wife, uh, uh, she's going to have me on a leash at the next open mics. Uh, just, it's fine. We're fine. We're having fun. And that's the only way I'm allowed out of the house if my wife comes with me. Uh, that's not true. That's a joke. But, uh, it, yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's very weird. Uh, but she's cool. She could take a joke. I'm just like always scared. Like, oh, it was, what's the joke that's gonna go too too far? And I guess we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there, man. But uh, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, that's it. I'll, if I do these solo pet out of hells, I'm gonna try to keep them as uh, short as possible. I do plan on having guests on. Uh, get probably gonna try to record like on Tuesday after the open mic uh, at LOL. But um, if if and when I have to do these solo podcasts, I'm going to do them just like this, just as short and just as, yeah. Well, we had a lot to catch up on. I had a lot to catch up on. It's been it's been a month since I released uh, an episode, and a lot's happened. So, yeah, man, hopefully I'll get some guests in here, do some pat out of hell shit, do some complaining, do some venting, do some joking, and uh yeah other, other than that other than that see see how what happens when i get excited i start it's great for comedy uh you know speaking it's kind of important when it comes to podcasting and stand-up but uh it's fine it's fine uh yeah check out the duderman homie bro podcast uh check out uh los dos marihuanos check out that's hilarious. I was on uh, this last episode of That's Hilarious with uh, Jacob Flores. He had me on, and we just fucking talked music, man. I love fucking talking music. In fact, I might be starting another podcast where all we do is talk music. Uh, that's in the works. We'll see if that happens. Uh, plan we're, We are planning out. We're, like, really stoked, me and the guy that are uh, uh, thinking about starting it up. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be fun. Because uh, give me a break from uh, just focusing on comedy. I love music. I love listening to music, talking about music, debating music. Also, Prince, by far a better performer than MJ. I don't care what the 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 billboards say. 
I don't care what the numbers on Spotify are. To me, Prince outperforms Michael Jackson all day, every day. Uh, well, not anymore, but back in the day, all day, every day. Uh, but yeah, dude, uh, Twitter and Instagram, at your homie Pat, uh, and, and yeah, just stay tuned, uh, to the Twitter and Instagram for any updated shows. Um, yeah, dude, thank you very much for listening, uh, and are watching the Pat Out of Hell, uh, podcast. I do appreciate it. And, uh, like, subscribe, all that good stuff, and I'll see y'all next time. All right? Peace. Peace.